Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here They're just enjoying their half-time pies So I won't put your mics on The listening audience don't need to hear that It's bad enough me looking at you uh, I'll check in with some of the guys uh, Round about at the grounds And see what's happening Fraser Wisher, that boo towards the officials Was quite something at the end of that St Mirren Hearts half Oh yeah, he's been getting it absolute in the neck From the word go I think, you know, there's been a few Three kicks and it always happens after you've made a couple of big decisions against your team the St Mirren fans every time somebody goes in for a tackle they're shouting and bawling but uh, you know you, you guys are watching the studio and you get a better view the one the one, the tackle in the midfield at first there was no real reaction around the corner Ronan tackle there was a couple of hearts was that, was that a yellow card and Greg Aitken didn't look as if he was going to take any action and clearly saw the tackle and, and it looked like uh, John Beaton could be wrong it looked like John Beaton uh, mentioned it to him because he, he put his finger to his earpiece and John Beaton seemed to be talking to him as well and he, he showed the Hearts fans sorry some of fans were going absolutely nuts and of course the penalty kick which I thought was a pen I think you guys confirmed it it just looked like yeah. a clumsy forward tackle by Ben Woodburn and Grieve in the box so the referee's been getting it since then but some of them have actually been better with the 10 men they've, they've actually been better in attack and they look organised back four Gogic and uh, Power will just sit right in front of them and allow the other three to go and attack so Hearts are going to have to up their game get back to the tempo they had the first 20 minutes when they were a far better team if they're going to get anything out of this but uh, yeah I think we're in for a for a raucous second half the fans are up for this uh, Speaking of angry reactions how is Mark McGee Roger where is he how, how is this all playing out because he's in the stand there's not much uh, room for hiding yeah, there is not. Um, as you can imagine, as soon as the half-time whistle went, he and various other Dundee people disappeared down the tunnel from the director's box inside to the boardroom, I would imagine, and they have not come back out yet. I, I can't begin to tell you, Gordon, how bad Dundee have been. Um, sometimes you you know do great things and score terrific goals from 35 or 40 yards, or, or you beat eight men and you know knock it in the top corner. These were three tap-ins for Livingston. It has been that easy, and they're just not learning anything. The first one was a dreadful mistake by the goalkeeper. He, just, he should have held the cup back at the near post, let it slip through his fingers, and Bruce Anderson had a tap-in. Then Joel Nubley, far, far too much time and space to meander down the right, pick out Scott Pittman for a tap-in. And then just three minutes later, it was the same again down the right-hand side, and this time it was Devlin to Anderson. I, I, and it was three again and it could have been more Penrice have been close Anderson's gone close again and they look you know as bad as Dundee look Livy are good but I just don't know Dundee have already got Paul McMullen on he came on after 23 minutes are looking it looks to me that Charlie Adam and Niall McGinn are now going to be sent on they've come out at the back of the line of Dundee players here but it is an absolute mountain to climb not only to get anything out of this game but to get the supporters back on side Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range of site consumables and hand tools available in their Hillington showroom. Really looking forward to these second 45s. Can Dundee do anything to get themselves back into this one and even to take a bit of the heat off the manager sitting in the stands? The referee's going to be up against it in Paisley because he's angered the home fans, but it's still level there. St Mirren down to 10. Aberdeen Dundee United poised. As is Ross County St Johnston What's not to like Hugh Evans? I am inclined to ask Why Charlie Adam and Niall McGinn Went on from the start For Dundee uh, Given the importance uh, Of those players to the team Neither started last week either though Did they? And Charlie Adam was suspended Was he? Or out with a knock And out with a knock And Niall McGinn came on And mm. set up the 
Well, I've, I've, I've listened to you guys talk about life on the subs bench where the manager looks <laughs> down and you think, oh, I hope he's not looking at me. Mm. 3 nothing down at home. Some of the crowd have gone already. Uh, go on there, Charlie and Niall. Go on there and save us. I yeah, he's a bit of an experience on. Um, I can understand. I think he would have been probably pleased with the effort and the performance against Celtic at Celtic Park. Just decided to go with the same personnel, really. Um, left the two experienced boys on the bench, but he's obviously turned to them now. But, but I'll tell that, you what, that game's gone. Since we're running through scores, this is why you've got the right idea. Just stick to one sport, gives you just one set of disappointment. The, the more you get emotionally invested in, the more disappointment. That's a very mm. glass half empty approach, granted. Six nations today, Scotland 10, France 36 Whoa. at the moment. It's at Murray Field. We are. Meant to be beyond results like this, I guess. There was a lot of hope, talk, a lot of talk about it being the best squad that we've ever had going into Six Nations and strength and depth and get off to a winning start. Then a, a defeat to Wales, and my goodness, that is an absolute hosing at but home. Is so, not the real top top boys? Well, yeah, but still. Yeah, I know you're at home, and yeah, you get a good result against England. Hold on, you what, you know, pretending that you have got I'm, input here. No, I'm just actually guessing. Did uh, I take it they did beat England that day? Then <laughs> right. sounds like a lot of your punditry <laughs> work for football as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Listen. just plucking anything out there. Here, yeah. um, big chance just... for Livy to make oh it four, goodness. and Bruce Anderson uh, fires wide of the post. Bit of a sitter actually. Well, if you remember earlier in the season as well, Ross County going there and five. Yeah. So yeah. the Dundee fans that witnessed that day. Must be thinking This is a repeat Okay we've had great fun With your tweets in the first half We'll do more of the same Keep your text message mishaps Coming in Have you ever sent one To the wrong person Has it had disastrous consequences We want to hear all about it So get them sent in And you can also take part In this as well We're all about participation On a Saturday afternoon The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Craig Bellamy Dedrick Boyata and Shea Ojo I've been managed by Sven Goran Eriksson and Manuel Pellegrini I spent only one season in the Scottish Premiership but have won one of Europe's top five leagues twice with two different teams Who am I? So, played alongside Craig Bellamy Dedrick Boyata and Shea Ojo been managed by Sven Goran Eriksson and Manuel Pellegrini. I only spent one season in the Scottish Premiership, but I've won one of Europe's top five leagues twice with two different teams. Who am I? Good question. At Clyde SSB, I think good but doable. I think there will be a race on, so get thinking and send your answer over to at Clyde SSB. Gordon, you're going in early. What's the first name you've written no, down? No, I'm not going in Because I'll tell you what. I'm having no, a bad no, no, hold day. on. I'm about to give you credit. Well... Sort of You're hopeless at times At beat the pundit mm. When you're under the pressure But I've been really impressed With your second half teaser Attempts in the last few weeks I think you'll find this week I've had a brace And beat the pundit Tuesday, Thursday respectively Let's see what name You were going for There <laughs> No, you don't want any How do you know? He's, he's better than you at this No, I don't mm. I was just a quick Down the corner, RG That is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. Am I in the right sort of a ballpark here? <sighs> no, no, not really. Right, okay. No, but he's yeah. a footballer. Same position. Oh, so I'll tell you. oh there you go. go. But the listeners clear. don't know. That's, I that's will fine. not tell uh, anyone. Peterhead 3, Dumbarton 0. That was the delayed kickoff, remember? So we're just approaching uh, half time, and Peterhead absolutely 
rampant there. Oh, there's Matty Longstaff scored for Mansfield uh, at Bradford. The boy too physical yeah. Too physical and long ball yeah, game for him up here Slated the Scottish Premiership Good to see he's finding his level Oh, Mansfield That's a good move Another <laughs> claim for a penalty by St Mirren there Touch of the handballs off a corner kick But not given Instead another corner kick given You've so. got to give St Mirren a bit of credit here Yeah, absolutely ten, ten men at home, they're having a go They're not sitting in and just hoping to get something how frustrating is that if you're a Hearts fan? Because you're just ingrained to expect your team to run over 10 men. How many times have we seen it just doesn't work out that way, but you still expect it when it's your team that has the, well, the numerical Robbie, advantage? It, it sounds ridiculous. He's third after Celtic and Rangers, uh, but they're always on his case. And a, an element of the heart support are always on Robbie Nielsen's case. Uh, and they've lost three on the bounds. If they lose four to 10 men for three quarters of the game... Robbie gets it. He gets what Mark McGee's getting. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And Ross County are in front, and it's Regan Charles Cook again. We always see it. If you've got a goal scorer, your chances of staying up are vastly improved. A hooked finish, another great goal on the volley this time. So, two good goals from him. He's moving clear now at the top of the Premiership scoring charts. And more importantly, with it being a team game and all, it looks like he could be moving Ross County seven points clear of St Johnston. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And if you're listening, that'll be one of the questions this week and beat the pundit. So he's on 13. Mm. He's I having a great you season. You, you, you wonder you know, if there were anyone looking at him in January yeah. to bring him in because he's been that influential. Contract, yeah. yeah, And he's versatile. You know, He's not yeah. just one of these guys that you stick through the middle and he's he's having a purple patch. He plays a number yeah, of very good. I, I mentioned last night that St. Johnson haven't won at Dingwall for five seasons and Kenny Redcard laughed. Uh, but who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that his nickname? <laughs> Kenny I've, I've, decided, I've decided that's it. From now on, he's Kenny Redcard. How weird is this? See that... Gordon Deal's now got it right. <laughs> Shut up. Let's see. I told you I was in the right He's line. very good at this. He's very good at the Who Am I? Check that phone. Someone text him by accident. No. I've never is, that, is that really? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you gave one earlier on and I said it was wrong and it wasn't necessarily that close. Milo Lorimer has gone for the same one as that. I think that's strange. Because I don't know well, why you would guess well, that. Well, I was in first. I was in yeah. right away. But I didn't say who Ma- it was. Mark. Mark actually witnessed going to have to show he's working in these though, like you're back at school because that's, I, that's I great do, knowledge. I do Wordle now. If, if Wordle? You, uh, <laughs> <is it> Wordle? <laughs> no, you don't. I do you? not I do. believe that for it. No, I, you don't. I honestly, every day I've now into Wordle and I got it in two today. I could show Seriously? you. Seriously? Yes, love it. He's oh, an intellectual. Things this you guy. never knew about this guy. I read that word in a newspaper and I thought it was a misprint. No, it's not. It's a new phenomenon sweeping the globe. However, I've taken a real conscious effort to just stay away from it. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't. I, I'd go as far as to say, and it's not like a. It does drive like you up print. the wall sometimes? I, I, I don't even know exactly what it is. To be honest, that's how distant I've stayed from it. I just, can't, I just don't want another thing. I don't want another thing to get involved too much. Go on, looking mm. after you lot. Yeah, I just sometimes I just sit there and I think, right, I'll spend. Yeah. Some sort of word game. Oh. It's very good, Hugh. It's, it's to Again, stimulate it, the mind, keep everything yeah. active, and and everybody very takes good. part across. You know, it's millions of people are taking part, and then you're trying to identify a word. Yes, um, five day. letters, five letter word. Uh, what, so I, I clearly know a bit more about it than I was letting on, but that's about it. You do this in your phone. Yeah, yeah. the Nokia. I don't. Again, I don't no. think will. 
Oh, must be a goal to handle that. Oh. What a chance for Liam Boyce, who's eventually some. Oh my goodness, it's scrappy. Uh, snuffed out oh. by Jack Annick. Oh, well, how's he managed to keep that out, out the net? Boyce should score. Well, he should have already scored a couple already. But Jack Annick, what a save! Well, I don't know if it's a great save or he just makes himself big here. He does actually. It's a very yeah, good save. He spreads brilliant. himself in front of Boyce, and then he's quickly back up. Bit of a scramble. Submarin let off the hook. Uh, don't forget at Clyde SSB. I want your text message mishaps. Right, we were discussing this earlier on, and thought we'd just throw it out to the audience because I know you lot can do much better uh, than us. So we're talking primarily a text that's meant for someone, but goes to someone else. Right, that's the that's the main objective here. But you can put a variation on it, whether it's maybe a. <laughs> A typo or something different Listen, this is a bit different from Jacob Henry Because it, it did go to its intended recipient um, He says I once went to my in-law's house Bad start uh, To sort my golf clubs for the next day And my partner never knew that I had dropped in I went in to use the toilet And I saw there was a bath that had been run So I took a picture of the bath And I sent it to my partner Saying your dad has just sent me this picture Saying hurry up Sandra I'm waiting Come and join me with all the standard water emojis my partner then went off her head and was texting her mum, calling her disgusting for taking <laughs> baths with her dad. <laughs> All hell broke loose over a stupid picture and a daft joke. So there we go. So he's, he's sort of set one up of his yeah. own. Mm. Incredible. Yeah, very good, that. What are you oh, showing me? Oh, he's got Wordle up, right? Okay. You reading that out there, Gordon? He's tapped me in the shoulder to show me proof. Yeah, I knew you weren't giving that story the attention it deserved. Because yeah, he's distracting me. That was pretty good from Jacob. Yeah. I liked that one, I must admit. Uh, so you can keep them coming at Clyde SSB. The number of responses to this has well, been outstanding. Well, about Robbie Nielsen here. He's about to make a triple substitution 10 minutes into the second half. Halliday, one of them? Nope. No. Mm. Uh, Sims is coming on. I think Sims looks good since he's came here, but obviously, Boyce is. He's got that jersey just now But when he's missed four opportunities You wonder if it's just not his day And you wonder if he'll no, be I the think, one I, coming I, off I think they might go to him up top Keep on Yeah, Sims, Janelli and Cochran on GMS, Woodburn and Atkinson off Well that's a condemnation of your team You're playing ten men And have been for half an hour And you're going nowhere fast And that's a condemnation of your team Three off, three on Robbie Nielsen Clearly feeling the heat Yeah I, I think it's positive He's going to go two up front Boyce and Sims They'll be a, they'll be a handful No doubt um, But he's looked at it And thought I'm not going to get to 70, 80 minutes St Mirren mm. got something to hold on to He's going to go for a win I think that's a that's a very positive substitution to you Whether it works for him I don't know uh, 10 men of Stirling Albion have pulled one back But still a, a tough afternoon Elgin two Stirling Albion one Dylan Mackin with the goal for the 10 men Darren Campbell's on Twitter <laughs> My uncle was over visiting from Canada About 7 years ago We'd been out for pints with my brothers and dad etc And I got home I texted the girl I was seeing Do you want to come to mine for a cuddle? And somehow it got sent to my visiting uncle <laughs> <laughs> And they heard Oh, Scottish hospitality is better from the Canadian I was going to say that we're, we're missing the next page Did he, oh, yeah. did he come it's, it's That's the important bit of the story <laughs> How did it end? Uh, uh, anyway, right, so Hearts yeah. have made those three you know, changes happy. Trying to get something out of this game 70%, uh, the stats went up 70% possession for Hearts uh, But... Going nowhere fast 
And funnily enough, the guy that missed all the chances stays on, Liam Boyce. So you're obviously hoping ah, you're that you're keeping him on, aren't you? Yeah, you're obviously yeah. hoping that one of these times he just gets it right for you. Well, he's getting in the positions, Hugh, to put the ball in the back of net. And if you keep giving them the service, yep. then he's a good enough striker to score you the goal. And I, I think it's positive the fact he's went two up top. I think it gives, gives St. Myrna a problem. I don't think one of these guys that, that say. Well done to the striker. He's getting himself yeah. in that position yeah. to score. Yeah, I would. That I, is his position. He should be in there. I know, but I would much rather have walked off the pitch. Didn't happen a lot in my career, Matt. But I would have much rather walked off the pitch and thought, do you know what? I just had two or three today. I think then, that's the longest we've ever gone into a show without him bragging about his goal-scoring exploits. Yeah. Quarter no, past four is not bad by normal. I was trying to get in at five past three, but I was getting faded out. Um, but I just think that if you're a striker and you're thinking, right, I'm, I'm getting chances, I'm getting chances, I've missed a few, the next one, I'm going to make sure. Tell so. you what, could be a big day for you two. Nadir Chief Aye. Cheese, come on. Oh, come on now, you two have got this. What's the bet again? Mark says he'll get five Plus, or more. Yeah, five or more. By yeah. the end of the season, he's got none. None, is it so far? Uh, yeah, it's a slow yeah, starter. Um, you know, he's always been a slow starter. <laughs> We're you, talking about shots and goals. You've got under five. I've got under five, yeah. These gamble responsibly. Yeah. What was the wager? Dinner or something? Yeah. Was it? Dindins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, listen. I've got every faith in him. You He's... say Dindins. Is that all right <laughs> for a fifty-nine-year-old man? That's oh, odd. That, yeah. Well, I say that to my wee granddaughter, don't I? So, <laughs> Is that the way? That's how things went. <laughs> you want team, some team, pennies? Yeah. Pennies for uh, for players? <laughs> <laughs> What's your team team today, man? <laughs> <laughs> I had no chance I had no chance For the start And it was pennies as well oh, God, It wasn't even that <laughs> Chief T on now. You know what's weird I was thinking about him last night I popped into my Steady. head Chief T mm-hmm. Yeah I popped into my head And I thought oh, I've obviously lost that But that's just That's given me new hope 11 games 11 games left You know that way when You just can't do anything right Dundee have sent on Left back Marshall And striker Rudden Um and the place is going daft <laughs> Says Roger Hanna Is that a typo from him actually? Yep. Let me let me double check that In a bad way? For, no, for Rudden oh, Yeah, for I Rudden. that See Roger, that made so little sense That I could I could kind of see what you meant Yeah, so left back Marshall On for Rudden when they're 3-0 down Yeah And yeah. the place is going well, Good lesson, It doesn't always work that way But if you're a fan you Oh just, dear Yeah uh, yeah, things like that start to get scrutinised to the maximum when you're 3-0 down and you're already backs up against the wall as soon as you come in. Your substitutions are key, especially a player who's just come in. The fans are like, you know, he's a striker, this boy's going to do well for us. Oh, tough day. I mean, at Dens. They've got Rangers in the cup at Dens. That, that, that'll to, go down well. To give them one brief moment of respite, it can be that you put that full back on and that allows you to get higher up the pitch by moving somewhere else. And his, you know, might be able to provide for guys that are there, Gordon. It's just not always as simple look, as Matt that. Mc, I get Matt, where. Matt McGee's an experienced manager, so he's obviously got a game plan there, Gordon. Yeah, well, to be fair, though, that's hard to justify the, the, now. They're that, down. Yeah, the, the supporters don't see the reason why he's taking Rodden off because everybody would think. Yeah, keep guys on that can score you goals. Um, you would need to be at the game to understand what he's trying to do. But uh, that game's away from him anyway. Um, these are the kind of games that if Dundee have any chance, any chance at all, new manager, uh, first game at home, you're looking for a bit of a bounce here after a positive performance against Celtic, but you're 3-0 down at half-time. That doesn't do great for the confidence. The only good thing that's happened to Dundee today is Charles Regan-Cook. 
because he's kept St Johnston two yeah. uh, one down, and that's the only positive so far for Dundee. Oh, it's getting a bit feisty again in Paisley. Cammy Devlin, who's always involved, he is, isn't he? Uh, Alan Power is no shrinking violet. They're sort of squaring up to each other. They both get yellow cards for their trouble. There were a few at it in the box as well, Gordon. I think the Sir Man Captain and Sims were at it as well. So it's getting a bit exciting there. Uh, Cammy Devlin's ninth booking of the season. He likes to get involved. He's a good player. You've got to say he gets in about things and he's a good talent, but he likes to get involved in things that doesn't. You know, it's not mm. his problem. And he's one of them. One you've got to commit, Mark, because I don't fancy his chances if. Hmm. If the teammates don't pull them apart, that's only ending one way. Yeah. And I think it's Alan, it's Alan Power who gets the better of that battle. Well, you would think so. I mean, uh, <laughs> Alan Power looks fairly handy and gummy. Are you going for a big guy against a wee guy? Yeah, well, he's particularly small, Devlin. I mean, well, that doesn't matter. Oh, do you think he would get tore in there? Yeah. Would he? Yeah. Mm. I think hearts have been done for a penalty as well now. I, I think that was handball as the, the ball is uh, sent across. Uh, that's right in front of the hearts fans behind that goal, and they can see it. I think. Yeah, the referee, it's an interesting one. Referee's having a nightmare. You have to remind yourself of the of the rule. Alan Power, he tries to tuck his arm in, and I'm going to get very specific here. His elbow's tucked in, but from his elbow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mark. Because I was yeah. acting this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 dear. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm going for power. Yeah, you should see that back. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Devlin do much wrong? No, nah, it's a classic. Book both players isn't it So from his elbow down the, yeah. the, the, the the forearm The hand is out It does I mean Cammy Devlin's Blasted it at him From two yards away So yeah. I wonder if that, that, that maybe gets you Off the hook I wonder if it'll get The scrutiny That um, Ross Graham's got Last well, week it, That's the thing To be fair What's different Between those two As well as the distance Yeah, It's a proper It's a full on volley From yeah, from, from Cammy Devlin A couple yeah. of yards Oh We won't be happy Who? Halliday? No, Ray Blackpool 2, Reading 1 Oh, oh no Gary He must Mateen. have done the half team tea, tea, tea oh, 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 The T-talk The T-talk Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com St Mirren Nil Hearts mm. 1 And it's Ellis Sim The substitute being brought on And he has made the one man advantage count St Mirren have been down to 10 for quite some time and eventually Ellis Sims finds the back of the net We've got another one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com And that might be that It's Ross County 3, St Johnston 1 And what a partnership these two have been Charles Cook with the first two Hungbo with the third And it looks like that one will go beyond The visitors there Ellis Sims took a couple oh. of bites at it Anik did well initially Crowded out And he eventually forces it over the line St Mirren Nil Hearts won Well I think we can say The overall picture uh, Dundee will remain Bottom of the league St Johnston will be Second bottom And uh, Ross County now Start to put Clear blue sky Between themselves And the bottom two So one of them Is going down automatically And the other one's In a playoff It's just the way it is folks. I'm just watching The, the Hearts goal there uh, All credit I like Sims I think he's a handful I think he's brings so much To Hearts up top But St Mirren Will be kicking their cell Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Dundee, they made that change. Can they get back into it? No, they cannot. Four. It's four to Livy, oh. and it's Jack Fitzwater this time. Dundee nil, Livy four. 
I don't think there'll be many left at Dens after this. No, no, the, 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 it's an exodus now. Uh, while delivering their chosen words to the director's box, it is an unqualified, unmitigated disaster for Mark McGee on his first day at work in a home match for Dundee. Uh, how they pick up the pieces from here, I do not know. Uh, it might even get worse still. I hope Martin Bartley was responsible for this one, right? Explain this to me. This shows you you shouldn't judge a book by its cover now if it's water. Did you have him down as the guy who's going to be on the end of a short corner routine to curl the shot into the back of the net? Certainly not. How does the centre half become the one that does that? Well, listen, it's worked. Who are we to question it? Yeah. Well, you'll need to ask him. There we go. Yeah, they must have identified something on the training ground that. Would make you think he was capable or something like that. Yeah, that's interesting. But what a horrendous result that oh. is for Dundee at home. Look, fans will take you getting beat, especially when you're at the bottom of the league. You know, they'll take you getting beat because you're there for a reason. But it's a manner of defeat sometimes that that riles fans. And what have been 3 0, and they're already leaving. And the bunch that are in just now, I don't think they'll be far behind them. Well, it's the whole. Manner of what has taken place You know Mark McGee was out of work For three years um, I, I, I will not bring up his age Because I'm standing here And I'm much older Than Mark McGee uh, And uh, uh, Roy Hodgson Is at Old Trafford today In charge mm-hmm. of Watford And Roy Hodgson's Older than I am Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Hearts 2 up now See Mirren Hearts 2 and it's Cammy Devlin He looks scared for a little minute or two After his brush with Alan Power But he's regained his composure To double Hearts advantage The 10 men of St Mirren Really up against it now They are trailing by 2 goals to nil in Paisley I say I liked him uh, There's something about him He does get himself mm. caught up in things But he's a winner He's terrific in the middle of the park for Hearts yeah. Good worker I feel and a bit for Jack Anik It's the second goal Where he's saved the initial effort This one's from Sims and then it's the, the rebound that's ended up in the back of the net. So See, to be honest, Faranik, I think he's been terrific yep. this afternoon because he made a save mm. moments ago. He made it for the goal. He's had another one there and he looks right. up. Yeah, St Mirren aren't impressed with this because Jack Anik's taken a whack on the face in the initial clash with Sims. So if I was St Mirren, Hugh, I'd probably be angry as well. But oh. that happens so quickly, so yeah. quickly. Chance of the ref, we never cut referees slack. Are they seriously going to be able to stop play No In that instance He can't possibly assess uh, The severity of the injury that Jack Anik has suffered It's a split second And in that split second The ball rebounds to Cammy Devlin And he sticks it in the net So we've slated the referee all day long But I don't think that he can assess the the severity there Because Jack Anik Hmm. gets up And has a look to see where the ball is Let's remind ourselves of a a high profile example mm. the, the the old firm game Rio Hatati There was the, the clash of heads And most people I know lots of people There would have been others That get caught up in it But most people Said like come on The, the ref It all happened very quickly Then the ball falls to Hatati And he scores This is even quicker than that This, yeah. is, this is much quicker much than quicker, that Much quicker yeah And um, as I say But to be fair Anik is still down Yeah Thankfully he, Thankfully He looks okay But At one point in that split second He gets up And looks mm. to see where the ball is yeah, well, I don't so think you can have an argument Hugh I think that's a perfectly 
go, a goal yeah, I, I, think, I think Sims has got every right to go for it I think the two of them clash It comes to Devlin who started the move yeah. Initially And he sticks it in the back of the net I think that's a, a good goal You know when you're 2-0 up And you start, you just want to showboat You think well, let's, let's bring the flair players on The guys that will do Halliday. a few step overs Get the, the crowd on their feet uh, Halliday's coming on so I don't know how Disappointed The fans must be Couldn't run any of the corner Actually had a good wee spell of form there Didn't he? But he's yeah. on um, Remember when The Mark McGee appointment Two nights in a row We ended up uh, getting a Dundee fan and podcaster Gary on the show mm. He was giving us his thoughts on the appointment And he obviously well, he wasn't happy at the time He's tweeted an hour ago actually So before the fourth went in Sounds mad the first home game in But there's no coming back from this for McGee uh, I can understand where he's coming from uh, Because uh, the manager still has another four games To spend in the stand to uh, fulfil the sixth game suspension And uh, the, the, to lose well maybe four it might get worse yet before time up to lose by that margin at home is as I said to you in the first half there are bad days and then there are catastrophes and this is a catastrophe because the whole background to Mark McGee's appointment John Nelms takes charge of the press conference up until the point where Questions are invited And he refuses to speak about the appointment Mark McGee as we know Out of the game a long time And the suspicion is that he's there Because he's Gordon Strachan's mm. pal Now against that background I can understand where The the, the gentleman who texted you Or emailed you I, I can understand <laughs> <Smoke signal. laughs> <Carry on. laughs> I, I can understand his point Because the delivery. The, You know the, the he I took that too I far. Don't I, the, I don't know who they play next. I do know they've got Rangers Hibs. in the cup at the end. Hibs. Hibs. Well, it, it's Hibs. A, mother will away in St. Mern at home before Rangers. Well, uh, on why, today's why, show. Why has he, he memorised Dundee's. No, an awful lot of it. I just, I, I just know. I, I Professional. Even, yeah, because I, I, I knew it was going to come up. I knew Q was going to go off in one. Um, <laughs> on but, today's showing. Yeah. You, you know, you'd have to say, where, where, where would they get a win? Let's check in on the teaser, Hugh. Yes, I have played alongside Craig Bellamy, Dedrick Boyata and Shea Ojo. I've been managed by Sven Goran Eriksson and Manuel Pellegrini. I only spent one season in the Scottish Premiership, but I have won one of Europe's top five leagues twice with two different teams. Who am I? Ian says Patrick Roberts. Not Paddy Roberts, no. Bryza says Jason Denier. That oh, was your was first guess. Out, that was my first one. No, uh, J Max says Morelos. No. And Sean says Roy Keane. I've only spent one season in the Scottish Premiership. I've read Morelos, he's been here for years. Oh, that's true. Mm. That's very true. Right. Keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB. Since we're on the topic, we're still looking for your text message mishaps. Uh, Milo says, I once texted my boss instead of my partner, but it gets worse at the time. We were trying for a family. And I wrote to her that the baby maker will be home later. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote back, no worries, don't leave early. <laughs> uh, by the way, this just takes us a bit of a sinister twist. Pawzog, I was seeing this woman, Bye -bye. he says, um, and we were messaging on Facebook. I told her I'd... Oh, hold on a minute. Mm. Oh, this is getting dark. I'm glad there's no names here. I can't condone this type of behaviour. And you certainly aren't getting asked for your thoughts on it <laughs> This is going to be good now, I was seeing this woman, we were messaging on Facebook I told her I'd be taking a sickie because I couldn't be <clears throat> bothered with work So she screenshotted it, printed it off and sent it to my work She said it was her husband that did it 
But I'm not so sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the penny dropped there eventually, has it? Sounds plausible. I come uh, in here and I feel that I've lived a sheltered life. I, yeah. me, you and I both. Imagine saying to the wife, I'll get you back. I'm sending that to Al. He'll no barely take you. <laughs> that is some effort. Uh, and I'll cut off his. Why do you print it? I know. Screenshot emails. Screenshot things. Uh, uh, just to make uh, sure yeah. I got there, you know. Uh, I like that one <laughs> Hugh I'm telling you It's the safer with the Nokia Yeah yeah. This stuff just is. doesn't just doesn't happen yeah. On the Nokia does it? I've only lived in Partick and Drumchapel and Clydebank I feel as if I've led a sheltered life There's quite a few alpha coaching as well I text my old boss to let them know I wouldn't be in I was sick I texted it to my mate I went to text my mate uh, The tee off time for that day And oh. sent it to my boss instead Oh, oh. oh no That's a bad one that Oh, that's not great. Yeah, there's no escaping that. How do you get something no, you like can, that? That's you it. can. You've just got to hold your can... hands up and be honest. You sent the wrong text. That's what happens. Yeah, but don't make excuses. If you're lying to your boss, then mm. I don't think. Oh, look, I'll admit it. I was going to play golf instead of being sick. I don't think that's quite gonna <laughs> quite gonna cut so, it, is it? I've failed another Nokia test as well because I wrote down the last three numbers of what I thought was Mark Wilson's number and I said Yeah, I couldn't understand that See, this can't happen then Come up to me (laughs) and says Is that the last three digits in your phone number? (laughs) I said, no Okay I said, why? He says, I have to memorise it (laughs) We've spoken about this before He doesn't His phone doesn't show names So he he just memorises everyone's number You know what? You must have told me that because that last text I sent you I put my full name Yeah my, even my setting name Just yeah. in case you were yep. Confused Postcode That's called number I mean honestly Do you know what You have to admire The sheer honesty Of some of our Listeners I mean I'd, Benny I, I don't know if Benny thinks I, I'll read this out or not I'll read it Shame him but, No because he, he texts his mum Asking Um it was right next to Mick in his phone book. Ma and Mick, right? Oh, next to each no. other, he says. Um, it was on one of those old Nokias that you said, you room full of my mates in utter hysterics when I told them. I don't even know how to, to, to go about that. Let's just say that he was trying to to order something off Mick, right? That'll do. We'll leave that there. Right, Family okay. show. He was putting, yeah. in, putting in an order yeah. for yeah, something. He's got to have and, a good um, night. He texted his mum instead. So. Oh, dear. Seriously guys Come on I like the honesty But my goodness Uh, No good that No that's not great Let's move on quickly Um, There's a couple of these LOL mistakes You know On the Mm. old Sort of deaths Um, Lots of love Yeah Actually it means Laugh out loud And yeah Okay I hate all that nonsense All that LOL Just just write the The full thing Especially now, you can go for a wee laughing face emoji if that's yeah, yeah, your, yeah. That's you your style. Yo, you'll be a wall man. Nah, no, no, he, no, he likes he likes the emojis. This I guy. like the emojis. That's now. why when I went on to Twitter, I always said to you, Gordon, what does that mean? What does that? What do yeah, those initials right. mean? Oh, this is a sore one, Scott. A few years ago, I sent a risky picture to the missus via Snapchat. I was feeling quite happy with myself. <laughs> Must have been a good angle. <laughs> good line. Uh, only to receive a text two minutes later from her saying, not only had I sent it to her, but I had uploaded it to my Snapchat story. Cue instant panic. Oh, that means that everyone can everybody see that. Sees it. The friends can oh, see dear. it. Yeah, that's... Oh, no. Yeah, okay. It serves them right. Why... 
Sending stuff I'm not like Snapchat. that. I don't know. Nah, you stay I, off of the Snapchat. I would need to keep away from that. Mm. I don't know how to handle that. I'd get myself in trouble. Bit of mystery here. Jim says I was paid off, so I sent a text to the lad that still worked there saying, Is that, you know, uh, saying anything? But I sent it to the boss instead. It was an ex footballer. You guys probably know him. Oh. A mystery in there. Oh, well, name him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And do you know what? Call him out. I did, I did say. That it had to be yours Don't go sharing The sort of famous ones It needs to be your own one But I'll do one I'll do one of these Hugh Because I know you won't You won't have seen this The guys might no. have This is an all time classic This has been shared Millions of times On social media And TJ sent me And nothing beats this classic It's on one of these Sort of buy and sell pages Someone selling a golf putter You've seen this before Yeah No I've not seen it. I golf clubs So you'll, love, you'll love this So the first <laughs> message comes in Hi is this still for sale The reply Hi yes I still have it Are you interested Yes mate Where can you meet me I'm an East Bride Good If you can come and pick up You can have it for £20 I've been offered 20 already But you message first Let me know Either way Cheers but Then the reply comes in Alright mate I'm going to meet some geezer For a new putter Want to come with me We'll just do him in And take it off <laughs> For £20 Wait for this uh, Sorry that was meant for my pal But it's not about you Where do you live? <laughs> uh, oh, all time. A hall of famer Never yeah. to be beaten um, That won't be beaten What's <laughs> not it for you? you. It was another putter <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> it's, it's the boy in Renfrew oh, That is good yeah. uh, Was your putter a ping one? No it's not you <laughs> I like that I like that Yeah I wonder if we ever got the putter In the end uh, Yeah We need to find it at the ending of that story But anyway Give us your own Your own examples please Keep them coming at Clyde SSB Give us your guesses on that second half teaser And I wonder Are we getting drama at Pataudry It was all the build up A sell out Sir Alex The statue Oh Teddy Jenks has gone clean through But Smith with an excellent tackle uh, well, to deny him It's the only one really That's that's poised isn't it The rest are done Given the great man mm. Is sitting there Aberdeen will score In squeaky bum Fergie, Fergie time, time. Mm. Think so I think they'll get something Yeah really? I fancy them Aberdeen no, I'm, I'm well, They've got something at the moment They've got one point Yeah I'm sticking with the result I think both teams will 1-1 one, one. There you go Well it's going to be a big day anyway Because Dundee are Getting battered at home off Livy That's not going to improve their situation at the bottom And St Johnston won't gain anything either So you just wonder if this is the day It threatened it a little while ago But is this the day that those two become Isolated Detached Yeah, yeah they're, they're done for One of them goes down automatically And the other is in the playoffs Because Ross County uh, Charles Regan Cook uh, Regan Charles Cook Regan Charles Cook, yeah Regan Charles Cook He's a top goal scorer in the division And he will make sure that Ross County continue to get mm. points The other two are lost causes now The yeah. big winners today probably will be Livingston If it, the results mm. stay the same They, they yeah. leapfrog St Myrna and Aberdeen yeah. yeah, because I was going to say you know, <laughs> If it stays that way at Pataudry do, do Aberdeen want fourth? Do Dundee United fourth? It's the same every week No one seems to be making a real charge But Livy would go on to 34 points Level with Hibs Level with Motherwell Dundee United would actually end would end the day in fourth because they'll go up to 35 points come to say that draw today Um, even I (laughs) would struggle to build a case for Motherwell at Ibrooks tomorrow Mm. Um, so you know they may may remain on 34 points do you know what's going to be interesting tomorrow uh, I think for Rangers fans is I thought the decision on Thursday night with the formation was brilliant I really did go to the back three Lundstrom in there 
I thought he played very well indeed It allowed day to Bassi and Tavernier really high up the pitch You wonder if he's looked at that and thought That's a new formation I mm. might go with that tomorrow against Munnell Halliday is playing right back And he's almost played How many positions is that? So he's played like sort of central midfield Traditionally where you would find them He's played left back, left wing back And in the, in the cup game and then the game that followed Was he not part of that sort of three mm. Behind... Yeah. A lone striker I think so And now he's at right back He's one just of one of those guys You never know what his best position I don't would Andy Centre mid isn't he He's a centre so? midfielder Yeah Centre that's Well he started Did he not start as a winger I think oh, yeah, back yeah, In his yeah, younger yeah, yeah, days Yeah, yeah I, I could not believe that When I heard that Just because He's, he's had a, a lot of, He's had a lot of good days In the pine On a bench <laughs> uh, He seems to favour that position More often than not <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll have him this week And we'll let him know And see, <laughs> no, what, see what his thoughts are Keep that one quiet uh, St Mirren nil hearts 2 We're into the final 10 minutes there Let's do one final check Before we reveal the answers Hugh on the full time teaser I have played alongside Craig Bellamy Dedrick Boyata And Shea Ojo I've been managed by Sven Goran Eriksson And Manuel Pellegrini I only spent one season In the Scottish Premiership But I've won One of Europe's top 5 leagues Twice And with two different teams Chris, Chris Stevenson thinks it's Craig Bellamy Who's mentioned in the question <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on Can't be him um, I think Most people are getting to grips with it Mark Riley thinks it's Jason Denier as well No nope. It's not correct Oh is it a good few to score it? Oh yeah, yeah. Aye Astounded that you got that Well they're all going down Go on the then same. For anyone who's still struggling What What clue do you think's the best? What sort of steer you in the right direction? Pellegrini that's where that's I went. That's where I went with Denier as well. That 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 club. Put it that way. That club in Celtic. And there's loads there because Boyata played for them. <laughs> Sven managed there, did he not? And that's that's where I. That's the reason Craig I went. Bellamy played Denier there. right away, and then I went. Obviously, the answer. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, maybe that would be a real disappointment for Brian Rice if they were to lose from two 0 up. But with eight minutes to go, Adiyamo uh, has Adiyamo. Sorry, has pulled one back for Cove. Alawa two, Cove one. Interesting At the top of that league um, The last I looked Airdrie Were losing at home As well I think 1-0 How's Wraith going out That'd be a good game Party Thistle but I think Must be 0-0 yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the championship's a, good game. a bit lean Today um, I must admit I think the championship Is toiling Because Kelly's still goalless As well uh, Dunfermline Sorry Dunfermline Kelly goalless Wraith Thistle goalless Morton Goals? Our broth, how are they getting? Do you know off? what? Morton, they're playing Morton. It's, it's been it's been pretty quiet across the board in the championship. I'll give you the latest right now. Just I'll, I'll obviously do a full roundup later on. Um, yeah, Morton, QOS, Morton, nil or broth nil. Air United nil. Queen of the South won the only goal in the championship today. And Not that's, great. That's a Queen of the South team who've been going nowhere and. Under, under, well. Lee, under Lee Bullen The air of Quietly picked up A lot of points So It's a, an un- It's Halliday's old pal act. Isn't it It's Willie Gibson Willie Gibson yeah. got To the end of the season Yeah that's right Yeah um, Well he's a, a decent age now Elgin City 3 Stirling Albion 1 Stirling Albion Down to 10 men For the majority of the game That one's definitely done now You would have to say Yep Kane Hester Goal scorer at Elgin For many a year The only thing third. now I mean, the Hearts have won at Paisley. That's a, a foregone conclusion. Yeah, Pataudry's the only one now. Yeah, is yeah. the only one where there's any interest at all. And I, I'll stick by my 
You squeaky want... bum Fergie You think there's time. a goal there Hugh do you? Yeah Fergie yeah. time Got to be Fergie time in front of Fergie It must be that way <laughs> Some of the discussions on this Text message mishaps I told you about the honesty You hate toilet humour as well no, don't you? No I don't I'm not involved in this Close your ears uh, Mikko says my Oh come on no. Not named Mother-in-law had dropped one She does this frequently oh, no. I meant to message the message to complain But I stuck it on the family couch oh. <laughs> Well you know oh, what no, She goodness. actually deserved it If she's if she's doing that in front of people Then she deserves everything <laughs> she gets She gets oh, get called it Daz doesn't like stuff. that Yeah he hates it Yeah he absolutely hates it Anyway keep <laughs> coming at Clyde SSB Oh, you've gone silent You really you He really was disgusted has... by it So he was Yeah we're just watching the game This Hearts St Mirren game St Mirren have had a decent wee spell here But I think it's more to do with Hearts Kind of tools down now They know the job's done Game's getting away And Like you says here The only real drama Would be up at Pataudry Yeah But up at Pataudry I still think Aberdeen will sneak one all we need is Ramirez to score Butcher <laughs> to, get to, off the bench. to be furious on the bench yeah. And get booked And then no, we're, he, we're so laughing to, he, came on, on. he came on about, He honestly came on after like It, it was early If I meant to tell oh, you Sorry uh, I've had so much to get booked? through Can we get that Dave? Do you know if he's been booked? Uh, I'll check for you I, I'm not sure But he came on like Ages ago Did he? Yeah so you actually were You were, had a good chance Oh they've just had a booking It's Charlie McGrew Sure, other sure, old pal. Come on, Butch. Say something to the referee about that book. <laughs> no, you still, you still need Ramirez. Ramirez will true. score the winner. Oh, your mail's off. Is Ramirez still on? Butcher came on in the first half. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, Ross McLean's pulled one back for Dumbarton, but they've been down to 10 for ages, I think, and 3 1 down for quite some while. We've not said this in a long time, I don't think, Hugh. 18,719 Incredible. at Pitaudry. Great number. Well, there's a lesson there for Dave Cormack, the uh, Aberdeen chairman. Invites Sir Alex every week. Well, mm. apart from that, but uh, you know, the, there is the potential. The potential is there in front of you. Uh, but oh, sorry, just on that, Cove have equalised. Oh, dear. oh Alawa two, scores. Cove two. It's our old pal Rory McAllister. Now, if Aberdeen don't win today, that's six league games on the bounce without a win. Now, Aberdeen are fast becoming a myth. In terms of Scotland's third biggest club and trophies and all the rest, but they don't win trophies. Uh, they're, they're not going well in in the league, and people don't go on a regular basis. But today was a, an element of a carnival about it, and they all turned up, telling you that's the potential. In order to realise the potential, you need to give them a reason to go to the ground. Right, go on then. Just in case we get any late drama at Pitodry, it's the only venue left for late drama, Hugh. So let's finish off. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Craig Bellamy Dedrick Boyata and Shea Ojo I've been managed by Sven Goran Eriksson And Manuel Pellegrini I only spent one season in the Scottish Premiership But I've won one of Europe's top five leagues twice And with two different teams I am, and Gordon Dale knows this to be true. Colo mm-hmm. Turi, happy with that. Colo Turi, yeah, I was, I was happy with my first guess, but when you told me it was the same position, it sort of a gave it away a little bit. 
Uh, Dylan in third place Well done to Dylan Reagan In second place And Jay was the winner Of the second half teaser The Who Am I Good knowledge out there Well done to the three On the podium Thank you to everyone else Well done if you got it right We'll have more of them next week Oh dear he's not happy Mm. He's not happy at all Blackpool 3 Reading 1 Right, hold on a minute and I'll dust his seat down for him <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've seen him in here sometimes Because I, I stand beside him when things don't go yeah, right yeah, in certain yeah. games How, how you know, forceful he can be with me So <laughs> what's it going to be like with uh, the players? <laughs> Having said that, though I mean, like you're into the end of the season It's about keeping them up, isn't it? And Derby are losing as well um, Oh, they're keeping them up Well, Barnsley, though Barnsley are winning so that does make it slightly worse. So as it stands at the moment, Reading would be safe, six points above Barnsley, but Barnsley with a game in hand. That's too close for comfort. Ooh. It'll be eight yeah, above and Derby, Derby and eight above Peterborough, who've also got a game in hand. Mm, yeah, they'll be safe, won't they? Peterborough not got a manager. They're three 0 down at home to Hull. Peterborough as well. Yeah, Fergie's yeah. boy Dan yeah. left there last week or this week. Yep. Yep. Having managed them three times three and all. Right anyway It's getting to the closing stages I, I Oh I'll tell you Whilst we're speaking about Energetic pundits Kenny Miller will be happy Falkirk have scored in the 89th minute To make it Falkirk 2 East 5-1 Kenny Redcard uh, <laughs> Yes um, Jenks has had an effort Cleared off the line Or did he do the clearing off the line um, mm. His shot uh, off the line Teddy Jenks Four minutes added on In Paisley Two minutes to go At Pataudry They could add on Four days in Paisley It'll make no difference You know St Mirren are two down It's been a An unfortunate afternoon For Stephen Robinson Losing a player early To a red card uh, Held on For the first 45 minutes No damage done But uh, They've never been in it Second half yeah, it's kind of spoiled the, the day for the St Mirren fans going along. You yeah. know, when you get a red card as early as that, because you don't really get an idea of what the new manager has been working towards. You know, his, his style of play, because everything changes. You've seen Stephen Robertson changing a lot uh, when Ronan went off. So, yeah, poor day. Huge game at the bottom between Ross County and St Johnston, and it's finished, David Friel. Built time, Gordon. Ross County 3, St Johnston 1. Regan Charles Cook got an unbelievable standing ovation when he was sub late on and it was well deserved. The Ross County forward scored twice to reclaim his spot as the Premiership's top scorer in a vital win for his side. Charles Cook is now in 13 for the season. It was also a numbers game for his boss, Malcolm Mackay. His side are now 7 points ahead of St Johnston and 9 ahead of Dundee. I think it's fair to say County will now be targeting the teams right above them. Since it started well and made the breakthrough in 24 minutes, Tom Sang worked in a brilliant cross from right and Callum Henry glanced ahead of past Ross Laidlaw. The strikers four goals in his last six games but County were level within 35 minutes. Harry Payton nudged a wee pass to Charles Cook and he curled his shot past Elliott Parish. County came out flying the second half and had the point sealed quickly. It was a really terrific second half performance. He made it 2-1 in 53 minutes when Jack Baldwin's long throw travelled all the way to the back post. Charles Cook, he's always alert and he hooked a brilliant volley into the corner. County continued to press. They were all over St Johnson and Joseph Hungbull got in the act with the third goal in 66 minutes. Jordan White's flick created space for the winger and he fired a shot into the bottom corner. It was game over at that point. The County fans are applauding their team right now after a massive win at the bottom of the league. Full time, Ross County 3, St Johnson 1. It's also finished at Dens Park. Let's hear from Roger Hanna. Dundee nil, Livingston 4. Four goals lost on his home debut. Two points adrift at the bottom of the Premiership tonight. Nine points from the safety of 10 and jeers from all sides of the stadium 
as he left the director's box. This has been a disastrous home debut for new boss Mark McGee, serving a second of a six-game touchline ban sat in the stand. He watched his side fall behind after just six minutes. Alan Forrest cut back from the left, not held by goalkeeper Ian Lawler, and it was tapped in by Bruce Anderson, the man whose two goals had won the last meetings of the side earlier in the season. It was 2-0 on 18 minutes. Scott Pittman this time tapping in after Joel Nubley's terrific running cross down the right-hand side. Three minutes later, it was 3-0 again, starting down the right-hand side. A quick free kick to Livy captain, Nicky Devlin. He picked out Anderson in the middle, and it was a 13th goal of the season for the Livy number nine. At that stage, several Dundee fans leaving the stadium, not even halfway through the first half, and yelling abuse into the director's box as they went. McGee reacted by sending on Paul McMullen for Zeno Ibsen Rossi at that stage, but Livy kept pouring forward. James Penn raises free kick, clipped the wall and flew over. And then Anderson had a shot blocked in a crowded box as he chased a hat-trick. There were more jeers at the half-time whistle. McGee reacted by sending on Charlie Adam and Niall McGinn for Sean Byrne and Josh Mulligan. But again, it was all Livy at the start of the second half. Anderson, Forrest and Pittman all went close in the restart before Pittman had the ball in the net after Lawler spilled Jason Holt's shot, but he was rightly flagged for offside. There was more trouble for McGee and number two, Simon Rusk, when he decided to take off striker Zach Rudden for left-back Jordan Marshall at 3-0 down. Again, more boos from the home support. They needed Ryan Sweeney to head clear as Ayo Obelai threatened to make it 4-0. And then on 65 minutes, Obelai's central defensive partner Jack Fitzwater did add the fourth. A corner on the left by Alan Forrest. The ball worked back to Forrest that eventually found its way to Fitzwater on the left side of the box and he curled a lovely right foot shot beyond goalkeeper Lola and just inside the far post to complete the route. If it stays one all up at Audrey today, Livy on the top six. They're just one point off Europe and in this performance you wouldn't bet against them. Dundee nil, Livingston four. And has it stayed one all up at Audrey, Dave Galloway? Indeed it has. Aberdeen won, Dundee United won as the final score here at Audrey. The huge home crowd was silenced after just four minutes Bates hauled down Hart pretty needlessly and McNulty buried his penalty kick 12 minutes later it was 1-1 Bissowen's powerful drive from the right was parried by Segrist, Kennedy was first to the loose ball his effort from point blank range was deflected in off Edwards knee, just moments after that Ramirez blazed over after Ojo's delivery following some nice build up play and the Dons blew another very good chance when Bissowen Sowin, well placed, shot well over from Kennedy's cross. The hosts looking the more dangerous, but at the other end, Lewis had to look very lively to deal with Graham's long range volley. Aberdeen continued where they left off after the interval. Kennedy crossed for Ferguson to test Seagrist with a shot, then a cross was whipped in from the right hand side by McLennan, but Ramirez just couldn't connect at the far post. Dundee United steadied and started enjoying a good share of possession without uh, creating too much however Ferguson went close for the Dons his turn and shot forcing a fine save from Segrist and Jenks found himself bearing down on goal he was clean through only to be denied by a quite brilliant late tackle from Smith the impressive bizarre win probably man of the match for me beat the keeper with a low drive only to see the ball creep agonisingly wide of uh, the left hand post and Segrist was in action again saving with his knees after Ferguson's shot with the outside of his foot and then his full time beckoned Jenks met Bissowin's cross to the back post but his effort was cleared off the line the home side will feel pretty hard done by but as you can hear uh, standing ovation from uh, the big home support here it's finished Aberdeen 1 Dundee United 1 it's also finished in Paisley Fraser Wishart yeah.
It has finished here. St Mirren nil, Hearts 2. Stephen Robinson's first game ends in defeat and St Mirren's unbeaten run in 2022 comes to an end. They were up against it for the 23rd minute when Conor Owen was sent off and it took Hearts a while to get going but they were really good in the second half and goals from Sub, Sim and Devlin getting the three points. Saints fans consistently booed the referee off at halftime, booed him off at full time. He was the villain of the piece because the two main talking points the first half, a red card for Ronan and a penalty turned down for a foul they thought on Alex Grieve. In 23 minutes Ronan tackled Beningamate in midfield. Greg Aitken was there, he gave the free kick, it didn't look like he was going to take any action. He went to his earpiece, it looked like maybe John Beaton, the fourth official, was speeding him some information and he took a long time but he showed the red card to the Saints midfield player. 34 minutes Grieve went for a loose ball in the box, clumsy tackle in the box by Woodburn from behind, it looked like a penalty. Again, Greg Aitken said no and the St. fans were going mad. Parts were the better team in the first half. Boyce had two really good chances with his head, both times headed at Anik and Robbie Nielsen was disappointed with the way his team played against ten men. But it's always going to be a long second half for St. Mun with a man shot and so it turned out. It's all half the second 45. Boyce another good chance at 0-0. He time and space eight yards out. Controlled the ball well but allowed Jack Anik to come off his line to block and spread himself well. Give the goalkeeper credit but Boyce should have scored in a stramash that followed. Sitman cleared the ball again with Jack Anik being brave. Robbie Nielsen reacted by making three changes. Brought in Sim, Ginelli and Cochran and they made a real difference in 64 minutes. The opening goal came. Barry Mackay made really good ground on the left hand side. Low cross. Charles Dunn missed the ball. He should really have cleared it with his right foot and Sim's effort from eight yards was saved by Anik but somehow the big striker followed up and managed to scramble the ball into the net. Two minutes later nearly two. Ginelli cross stuck, struck Shaughnessy and Anik made another good save and it was two and 67. Sims was in behind one and one and it came off his line very bravely saved at the big striker's feet with the ball rolled to Devlin who hit the rebound into the empty net from the 18 yards. Saint thought it was a foul and the fans claimed it was a free kick on Anik but referee Greg Aiken said no. Tough now for Saints. Hearts weight lifted and on full flow. Again, Sims turned Shaughnessy and his shot fiercely hit was tipped onto the bar and over by Jack Anik. Simon tried to get a consolation towards the end but really didn't have any clear chances and the game just petered out into a deserved win for Hearts. Full time in Paisley, Simon nil Hearts 2. And that is that for another big day in the SPFL. Let me run you through the full time scores but before we even get to that, it's over to you to get your calls in. Let's line them up 01419511025. Was your team in action today? If so, what did you make of it? What of the big talking points? A sending off in Paisley, a penalty denied for St Mirren, an absolute hammering for Dundee, big win for Ross County, a share of the spoils at Pataudry. So 01419511025. Celtic fans, Rangers fans, do you want to look forward to tomorrow? Do you want to reflect on Thursday? You're going to have to pick up. That phone But today it finished in the Premiership Aberdeen 1, Dundee United 1 Dundee 0, Livy 4 Ross County 3, St Johnston 1 And St Mirren 0, Hearts 2 In the Championship Not a lot happening Air United 0, Queen of the South 1 And it was goalless in the following three games Dunfermline against Kilmarnock Morton against Arbroath And Wraith against Partick Thistle In the League 1, Airdrie 1, Clyde 1 Alloa 2, Cove 2 Falkirk 3, East 5, 1 Queen's Park 0, Montrose 1 And a later result is Peterhead 3, Dumbarton 1 with 78 gone In League 2, Elgin 3, Stirling Albion 1 Kelty 3, Annan 1 Stenhouse Muir 2, 4 for 0 Strannan 0, sorry 0 Albion Rovers 0 And quickly the English Premier League Leeds 0, Spurs 4 Brentford 0, Newcastle 2 Palace 1, Burnley 1 Man United 0, Watford 0 and with 68 gone Brighton 0 Aston Villa 
0141-951-1025 Let's hear from you right now And we'll speak to you next After the action It's your reaction 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line It's that time on a Saturday Where you have your say On the day's big talking points So let's hear from you 0141-951-1025 If your team was in action today What did you make of it? St Mirren fans It's not the start Stephen Robinson would have hoped for But were you hard done by What about the sending off uh, Of Conor Roan And what about the penalty That you didn't get What did you make of those Big talking points Hearts fans You'll be pleased to get back To winning ways no doubt So you can pick up that phone And let us know What's on your mind As for tomorrow Celtic fans Not too many disappointments recently But that was clearly one On Thursday night Or, or was it Do you not care It was all about focusing on the Domestic stuff Those are the types of things We've been hearing So what are you thinking now Ahead of this trip to Hibs Midday tomorrow And Rangers fans Talk about the ultimate high I'm not sure you're over that yet So you're more than welcome To come on and wax lyrical About the Borussia Dortmund result And performance Again what does it mean for tomorrow How does it set you up 01419511025 Give us a call right now And we would be delighted to speak to you Hugh Keevans It was a busy day already though Before we even get to tomorrow Yeah uh, Obviously the headlines are Concerning what went on At the bottom of the league With uh, Dundee going down And in spectacularly awful fashion Losing four goals at home To Livingston St Johnston went to Ross County They were a goal up And then lost three So for me It's all over The The Either St Johnson will go down automatically or Dundee will And either St Johnson or Dundee will play in the playoffs Because Ross County have now gone too far away from the pair of them I'm surprised at Aberdeen not getting a result at Pataudry On the day that Fergie was there And that they had a full house and a carnival atmosphere But credit to Dundee United uh, for striking early and holding on for a draw in the end No contest really At St Mirren Because the sending off uh, For St Mirren Killed the game And moved it in Hearts favour And although they went Goalless at half time Hearts came out And did much better second half And were deserved winners Yeah I think uh, Looking at today's results Gordon It's plain to see Dundee are in massive trouble um, if you're going to stay in the league You change your manager You've got to win your home games Against teams like Livingston But look at the run Or, or at least not lose 4-0 And yeah. give you some sort of belief But look at the run Livingston Absolutely brilliant You know up to 7th um, Not that far behind the top 6 And Dave Martindale doing a, a terrific job there Great result for Ross County You've got to say Because St Johnson went up there in the high After a good result against Hearts at home last week and uh, St Mirren I do think the sending off Did change matters In Paisley But well done to Hearts They made the changes When they had to And it paid off for them And Aberdeen Dundee And ate it in, f- in front of a full house Over 18,000 In Pataudry Great to see And great to hear But 1-1 the spoils Big result for me today Gordon was Ross County Obviously moving 7 points Ahead of the bottom 2 And it looks like that gap Is going to be too big to bridge uh, Dundee and big trouble You're right Gordon Fans won't mind you losing these games Against a team higher up the league But it's the manner and the scoreline That will be concerning 49 goals conceded so far for Dundee Doesn't look like it's going to get any better Anytime soon for them Yes yeah, so we'll get thoughts on the phones On today's football I hope And certainly Hugh What a big day it's going to be tomorrow Yeah uh, Massive Uh 
Ange Postacoglu sounded very downbeat after losing 5-1 on aggregate to Bodo. Uh, however, he chose a team in Norway uh, that was not designed for me to save the tie. It was designed to save the day uh, against Hibs tomorrow. So having done that, he now has to save the day against Hibs tomorrow. Uh, Celtic must take the opportunity to go six points clear of Rangers and put pressure I even hesitate to use the word because I think Motherwell will simply be swept aside by Rangers oh. tomorrow after the result I against, suppose that's uh, what we should want him to say because it's not yeah. got a prediction right after, in about 40 years <laughs> after the result uh, and performance over two legs against Borussia Dortmund Motherwell at Ibrox mm. no I mean you would have said that though last week wouldn't you That Rangers would go and sweep Dundee United aside Without question mm, Yeah I thought you might And, and they, they might very well have done But for Just not taking chances For the controversial decision oh, So the, the bad predictions aren't your fault Oh no 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 But but my predictions are flawless They are spoiled by bad players Got you 01419511025 Robert is a Celtic fan How are you feeling after Thursday then Robert And you know with tomorrow And the rest of the season in mind Oh Definitely disappointed about Thursday But I think Angie's been there for seven months And it's a new team he's brought in So it's a rebuilding project for ourselves Understandably We've been through Champions League UEFA Then the Conference League But as I say He's doing a great job in Scottish So I just think he needs a wee bit more time With the Celtic squad Mark Like I said at the start of the show I, I I think everybody understands We keep going over it Ange Postacoglu is just in He deserves huge credit For the mess that he was left over And the job he's done so far And when you look at the big picture At the end of the season um, I think he'll be judged domestically He's already got the first trophy He's top of the league So that's to be commended But in isolation When per- certain performances happen I said it doesn't make him exempt from criticism so I mean I criticised Ange Postacoglu after the Bayer Leverkusen game when Celtic were winning and they still played wide open football and they end up conceding goals that cost them and you think there were certain ways he could have went about that those two ties against Bodo Glimt European football goes hand in hand with being at Celtic and the fans expect a decent run particularly when at the other side of the city Rangers are getting results against Dortmund in the Europa League so a couple of weeks ago I read people in the newspapers and certain fans on, on social media saying that this is a tournament that Celtic could win. So people mm. were up for going far in this tournament. And when you get performances like two Thursdays in a row, it has to be highlighted. There's no escaping it. But I get he's done a terrific job and it is a new team, but these players have shown they're much better than that. So that's where the disappointment comes in. Yeah, I, I take on board a lot of the points Mark make there, but... Look, I disagree with them. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, I think I think on Thursday night, of course, over the two legs, Celtic will be disappointed. They were disappointed in their performance, and we had fans phoning in here complaining after about 30 minutes of the game, especially first half, Gordon, how poor it was. Postacoglu says he freshened it up. I totally agree with his selections, because I think he looked at the first leg and the team... That he was playing against Bodo were excellent. He went over to Norway, difficult place to go on that pitch. There's 11 go- games to go in the Premier League. Oh. He's three points in front. All his concentration must be looking towards winning the league, he, trying he, to keep that points. And I know Mark says going hand in hand, Celtic and Europe. I totally agree with that because that's what's happened for years gone by. But this is a guy that's building a club. Now, what would they rather have? 
progressing in and maybe getting knocked out in the next round or whatever are going on to mm. to win the league, Gordon. I think mm. if you some win, people want both, though. Yeah, I don't think they're capable of both. This but Ange Postecoglou says himself it shouldn't be one or the others. You know, it shouldn't be but take Ange a defeat Postico- in Europe to kick you on in the but league. Postecoglou said he freshened his team up, right? To and uh, now you're not telling me that if he really thought that. We've got a chance of winning this. We've got a chance of getting through there. He's got all the big hitters sitting in the bench when he knows he's yeah. going he's to road. Of, in terms of Europe, he went out of the Champions League when he was two minutes in the door. In terms of the Europa League, he finished one point behind Real Betis in the group. Not too bad at all. And he chose a team in Norway to win a game in Edinburgh. And now he has to win that game in Edinburgh. Yeah, I mean, Robert, when you saw McGregor, Juranovic, Jota, Carter, Vickers all left out, did that, what did that tell you about Ange Postacoglu's feelings on the game? I say, B-Tom was unproductive in that game. Very lackadaisical. But once McGregor came on, it did change the game. Dynamics of the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But as I say, I think now Postacoglu said to himself, after the first tie, look, I'll put players on, give them a chance, rest my good players, and we'll just concentrate on the yeah, I get that logic, Mark, for sure. Um, I think a lot of Celtic fans will, will feel that way. I wonder though if you know they might be willing to, to write it off. I wonder if there were some performances individually in there that would worry Ange Postecoglou or anger him. I mean, Robert mentioned near Beaton he did not have his best night. No, saying Thursday that Beaton had a nightmare and it happens, but everything he did was was wrong. Um, and then even going back the way. He was pretty poor Look the players that came in I was having a discussion with Hugh uh, Before the show And we were chatting About the players who came in And it certainly looked A strong enough Celtic team To get a better performance And result than they did Because you look at the guys Ralston in there Welsh who's played games And Beaton and internationalists James Forrest even coming in All guys who are You know Experienced pros So it's not as if it's the The second string that Ange Postecoglou was forced to play Sometimes Before Christmas so I think some of those performances would concern people that if those guys who were sitting on the bench and came on to play some part aren't at it, then if we got a strong enough backup, now my argument would be yeah, you can have off nights, but the Celtic fans who travelled there certainly expected a better showing on the pitch on Thursday. He's got eleven games. If he wins the league, we're talking about statues all day long. If he wins a league, this league, this season, the Celtic fans will want a statue erected. That's the scale of the job that he mm. took on And to be three points ahead of Rangers With 11 games to go That's all that's important And I repeat Having chosen a team in Norway To win a game in Edinburgh You've got to win the game in Edinburgh Any doubts, any worries about tomorrow Robert? No, I'm quite confident about tomorrow I think we'll, we'll do the job Get all three points and we'll see what goes for there well, we will find out. It's a 12 noon kickoff. We're here uh, just before 12, quarter two, in fact, to get the team news in. So make sure you join us for Hibs against Celtic. Thank you to Robert and Craig Enth. It was good to speak to you. Uh, Robert, you lot can get in touch on Twitter as well if you fancy at Clyde SSB. Uh, but we do prefer to speak to you on the phones. It goes without saying. So get all your thoughts in, whether that was today's football or tomorrow's football or Thursday or whatever else. Pick up that phone. St Mirren fans, you must be back in the car now. So what did you make of that? How frustrated are you by maybe the sending off? Almost certainly the, the penalty that you didn't get um, involving Ben Woodburn from Hearts. So to be fair, I thought Hearts were due a penalty as yeah, well. Perhaps. Uh, well, listen, everyone's welcome. Let's hear your thoughts. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you... 
you make of Stephen Robinson's first game or, or was it a match ruined by the early sending off Share of the spoils Aberdeen, Dundee United uh, As well So get your calls in please What a game between Peterhead and Dumbarton It was a late one remember mm-hmm. That was they were looking for the assistant It's 93 gone It's gone Peterhead 4, Dumbarton 3 um, But Dumbarton are down to 9 men <laughs> They've been down to 10 men for ages They pulled it back 3-0 down with 10 men they pulled it back to 3-2 Then Peterhead made it 4-2 With 3 minutes to go And there's still life left in the 9 men It's 4-3 Did we ever did, find out about the linesman? Didn't Dumbarton get Who was involved in a game just like this With 9 men and 4 all I've been really vague here Remember Was it Dumbarton again? A couple of seasons ago remember. I've given you nothing to go on Let's no. be honest So I'll, I'll try my best Let's bring in Jerry uh, On the line Jerry what is your Thoughts for the guys tonight? Hi Gordon um, Well I will talk about Thursday night But I've got to make a wee smart alecky comment oh, Before I go any further No it's just about Mr Ramsey um, Do you think by the end of the season There'll be odds on him Having actually spent longer Having dinner with Kenny Miller And actually playing on the football pitch There may well be Kenny says it was a lovely dinner For what it's worth So uh, Always a danger in going early Jerry. There's still two Celtic Rangers <laughs> games to go No 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 But that's you know more than anyone No one. That's what amazes me Because I'm like Slightly detached from this I come at it from a professional point of view No one's Seems to care about going early. I've noticed that. No, no. As I said to you, there you is as a, well. The, yeah, there is no sense of perspective <laughs> in Glasgow. It's. I said to you earlier on. It's actively discouraged. Now, Jerry, the, the word Jerry is fortunate in that having made the smart Alec claim, and he's he used the word word smart Alec, not me. Having made the the claim. We won't hear from Jerry if Aaron Ramsey is a star man. Ah, but, that's, but, no, but that's the thing. Jerry knows that. Jerry knows that if Aaron Ramsey scores a winner on April. Second, third, is it third? third? I think he knows I'll get bombarded with tweets saying get Jerry back on here. Yeah. So anyway, Jerry, you've had oh, your I, moment. Listen, I'll 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 buy back it up by saying I'll happily get back on. God, no <laughs> problem. Man. And I will con- listen. I'm going to congratulate Rangers the result on Thursday, even without Mister Ramsey forty grand a week. Um, they did amazing. I don't think it's as much as that, by the way. But let's not talk about them too much. Amazing result though for Scottish football and for Rangers. Um, what I don't understand as a Celtic fan is we have dominated the domestic scene for the past 10 years, whatever it is. Rangers have been miserable domestically. They've been humiliated in the League Cup by St. Johnson, Samirin, Hibs, us. Um, they've not even won a trophy in front of fans, and yet they can go to Germany and beat Borussia Dortmund and they're in the last 16, two years in a row, and yet we have failed miserably. That's me as a Celtic fan saying Rangers have been better than Europe. Was that, the, com- was that the compliment to Rangers? Was that the congratulations? Sounded grudging. No, no, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. How, how are they good in Europe compared to us? Is it tactics? Is it mentality? Whereas they feel miserably domestically. I, I just, I don't understand. It's a genuine question. Why are we so good domestically? They don't do in Europe. Yet Rangers fail domestically, and yet do it in Europe. They didn't it's fail a, domestically the last season, though. They're the champions. It's, aren't a, they? it's a great question because you know, in the time that uh, Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rodgers, uh, Neil Lennon. Uh, in the time that they've all managed the club Over a 20 year period Celtic have failed to win A knockout game in Europe I get that I still wonder if there's a bit of rewriting on this See when people keep mentioning Brendan Brendan Rodgers took Celtic to the group stages Of the Champions League twice Now no team has done it since And I get that he got battered once he got there But I, I'm not sure how that can be lumped in With all the other disappointments well, I just right, don't get I'll that. come at it from a different direction for you Jerry as a Celtic supporter Is asking the question why Europe has ceased to become as important to Celtic as it used to be. There's one star on their shirt 
above the badge for a reason because of the first British club to win the European Cup. But over the last 20 years, in spite of the best efforts of people like Brendan Rodgers, Celtic have diminished in terms of European football. Absolutely diminished. Uh, and as I say, I'm cutting Ange Postacoglu all the slack in the world here because he inherited uh, a nightmare. He won the first trophy of the season. He is top of the league. He did finish one point behind Real Betis in the Europa League section. But in general terms, and I'm not holding Friday, uh, Thursday's performance against Ange Postacoglu. I repeat, he picked a team in Norway to win a game in Edinburgh. But Celtic as a club have allowed their European reputation to diminish almost to the point of invisibility now. Well, that's a, a lot different now. Well, even since I played. You know, since I played, we, we reached the last 16 twice. Neil Lennon followed that up by re- reaching the last 16 of the elite competition. It's a di- even a different level, you know, from the Europa League. Um, but in recent times, Again, I know you it's can't not, get away. I, I know it's not like, like I say, it's not that tier, but they got out of the groups of the Europa League two seasons ago. Yeah, um, yeah, was that Valencia? Was Lats- it? Yeah, uh, Lazio was the, the kind of Lazio. crowning glory in that, remember? Yeah, um, yeah, when it comes to knockout stage football, look, it is your luck who you draw. Rangers probably were unlucky to draw Borussia Dortmund, but they managed to deal with them. The Rangers team just now, and for the past couple of seasons, in European competition, look Shell very Bristol. suited yeah. to that kind of game. Um, they've been very good And they've taken responsibility They've had big performances And I Celtic haven't They've been the opposite They play lesser opposition And They look worse Than than what they are domestically So It's it's certainly a strange one And it's came under Several different managers So it's very difficult to put Pinpoint that and say Well it's the way Neil Lennon Sets up Against like Copenhagen And, and when you go back even Brendan Rogers, when you look at AK Athens and Cluj games, games and it is different managers uh, with similar results. I think you make a good point, Mark. I think I do agree. I, every time I see Rangers in a European competition, they seem, especially away from home, um, they seem set up for it for some unknown reason. Maybe it's because they've been together now for a right few years under Steven Gerrard, and that result the other night was absolutely brilliant. I think that uh, you've got to be fair to Postacoglu. You look at the start of the season, and if you'd have told me that, okay, get knocked out on Thursday night, but he's three points in top of the league, he's won the League Cup and he's still in the Scottish Cup, I would have, I'd have probably shaken my head at you and thinking, absolutely wow. no yeah. Extreme. Yeah, absolutely no chance. You'd have so shaken your head. I totally, I totally agree. Yeah, I would have been angry. <laughs> Hold back. Yeah, but it was going that way. Um, but I've got to say The, the, the guy needs uh, Transfer windows uh, You see what he's brought in Everybody is Waxing lyrical about his, his signings They're very happy with him He needs more time mm. And then he can be just uh, He can be tried in Europe mm. And uh, to see what he does there uh, Like I say Hugh Some of the rewriting Because when you mentioned Martin O'Neill Sorry What was the rest of that? Because Mark's You know Celtic have got to the Last 16 of the Champions League Three times since then uh-huh. And beaten What Man United And Obviously the Barcelona night AC Milan Well you've got a Celtic supporter On the line Who is looking at his club And wondering what happens To them in Europe That's a very different thing though I think You know You can talk about failure this week Failure over the last four seasons But I just wonder if we're projecting Too much on That period as a whole When like I say Beating AC Milan Beating Barcelona Got to the last 16 of the Champions League Three times 
Well, Jerry is not satisfied by that and many Celtic supporters are not satisfied by that because you're taking it over a 20-year period and yes, there have been highlights but more lowlights than highlights. I happen to think that uh, Ange Postacoglu has to focus right now on domestic football because he has to redress the balance here because Rangers did win the league by 25 points. I, I repeat, if Ange Postacoglu wins this league, I think it's borderline miraculous given his starting off point. But I think he has to focus on that. Europe, I think Celtic have to address it one day, but right now... Mm. I think Celtic's priority is getting the club right again on a domestic footing. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals. Yes, we've got that massive cash prize to give away to one of you at the end of the season. It is Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals, and every time Celtic or Rangers score, we throw at least two hundred and fifty pounds into the cash jackpot. So Rangers got us another two on Thursday, which takes us up to fourteen thousand five. £100. Just think how many games there are left to play, right? There are 11 more in the Premiership. Rangers have got at least two more in Europe. Goodness knows how far they'll both go in the Scottish Cup. Just think what that total could look like by the end of the season. And if you want to be in with a chance of winning the entire lot, text GOAL to 61025. That's G-O-A-L to 61025. It's £2 to text plus your standard message rate over 18s only. And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com. Lines close Scottish Cup final day, Saturday the 21st of May at 6pm. So if you fancy it, do it right now. Text GOAL to 61025. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel are all here. It's 0141-951-1025. And it's Twitter at Clyde SSB If you want to get your thoughts in Let's start hearing from today's managers We're doing a few things Spinning a few plates We're talking today's football Looking ahead to tomorrow And of course lots of that discussion Leads us back to Thursday uh, as well So let's hear from David Martindale We always like hearing from him Don't we Livy? Fantastic result today Hammering Dundee Up to 34 points They're level on points uh, with the teams in fifth certainly looking upwards and here are his thoughts We've came away with a clean sheet and four goals so you've probably got to say yes but I think we've had some big big performances away from home to be honest but yeah four goals and a clean sheet I don't think you can ask for any more the way the others all went into the top six I think you're a point off fourth now. yeah but I'm still sitting here beating myself up about the points we've dropped in previous games we could be sitting fourth quite comfortable um, I think it's massive credit to the players, the coaching staff at the club you're looking at. Is I think everybody in the dog basically had us relegated at the start of the year. I was very vocal on that. I knew what we had in the building and I trusted the process. And that's us in the top six now. So our aim and our challenge is to stay in the top six. Really, a point of European qualification. Do you allow yourself to think about it? Of course you do. You've got to. Why would you not? Like... <laughs> For me, our challenge is, can we stay in the top six? That's the last two years we've managed to be in the top six. We missed out in European football with one goal last year, albeit we probably wouldn't have qualified for European football because of the club academy stuff, but that's now all in hand. So for this group of players and the staff, everybody at the club, it would be absolutely incredible if that's an achievement that we can get to, but it's going to be difficult. Listen, it's one game, take it in isolation, you look at the next game, but... I think it's a massive carrot for the players that where they've got their tilting now. So I say to them, once we get in the top six, let's see everybody else try to get us out of the top six because 
we'll fight, bite, and we'll scratch, and we'll do everything we can to try and stay in the top six. I don't doubt it, Hugh Keevans. The man's a phenomenon. The job that he has done there is fantastic. And, uh, you know, they, they don't just go away and win today. They go away and win convincingly And four doesn't do them justice And they are moving up that league table And I don't remember too many people Tipping Livingston to go down to be fair But he obviously Ooh, does And he could, I think there's he, a couple He sounds as if he could name names Yeah. But I'll summarise it by saying He's unfashionable He doesn't look like a modern day manager But he is a terrific manager that portion of the table, Mark, we keep talking about it. So at the moment, from fourth, which is Dundee United, down to tenth, which is Ross County. Fourth to tenth, separated by five points. Wow. That, that, that is that's unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah, I've never seen that coming at the start of the season. I'll hold my hands up. I think I was one of the ones that says Livy would be oh. down near the bottom mm. of Did the you table. Have them stone bottom? Not stone that's bottom. Okay, no, no, no. So I thought they would struggle just because the amount of players that they'd lost, but. Martindale brought in an awful lot of players and they performed for him. Big results and it seems to get the job done. But that that portion of the table, when's the split for the top six? Maybe six games to go. Six games to go. Now, we're all interested in the race at the top of the table and, and quite often the bottom, but that, that's going to be interesting. You know, who finishes in that top six goes a long way to determining, you know, the, the top two as well. Celtic going away to Livy It's famously a hard ground for them Could that be part of the The, the remaining six fixtures Who knows uh, I don't think it would, would be Because they, they still got to play there anyway though uh, I yeah, think, Even, even at home yeah. You know we've seen this season How hard Livy make it for For certain teams So a great job he's done What oh, a result today Only one of our pundits had Livy to finish bottom it's not me It's Fraser Oh, <laughs> oh That's oh, not David surprising. Martin That's who he was talking about yeah. Saying being quite yeah. vocal Oh, He's got it in for Livy Because he hates the plastic pitches that's He always right, just says that nah, It's the members mm. that, that vote You know he's anyway. <laughs> Hope he's not listening um, 01419511025 We'll take more manager reaction soon Let's hear from Derek Who's a Rangers fan Have you calmed down Since Thursday night Derek? I just came back to Earth today <laughs> Yeah, I used to play football with David when I was younger, David Martindale. Yeah, I could open a tin of beans with his left peg. What a player. Is that right? Was he, was, has he got a bit of ability? Oh, on a different class. I played him in the BBs when I was uh, 11 year old. He was outstanding, honestly. David was. Uh, I played amateur him as well, and his head and shoulders. A great, a great football player, actually. Well, he's doing a good job now. What about your own team? How good was Thursday? Aye, amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. The, the atmosphere, I was just good. Good good to have a team of that calibre. Everybody, we're creeping up the past couple of seasons. A couple of big, big names at Ibrox, but that's a. Uh, I had my two kids with me, so it was one for them to tell their, their grandkids, you know, it was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, that's probably a fair way of looking at it as well, Hugh. It, you get sort of freak results in football and, and upsets, and I'm, of course it still counts as an upset, but it is something that in Europe, Rangers have been building. Yeah. Villarreal, Porto. Benfica the, the list goes on Rangers have Sparred with some f- Fairly heavy hitters in, in the last few seasons And and came through unscathed This would be the The heaviest of those hitters and, and, and they've won it So it has been It's been a few years in the making You could say To be fair to Steven Gerrard He uh, started He couldn't win things domestically Until he got the league That mattered to the Rangers fans But he did have A terrific European record To be fair to Alfredo Morelos Uh he has got a terrific number of goals in Europe 
uh, More than you would have thought A Rangers striker would have been Capable of getting Given the nature of the opposition That they periodically have to face So all credit to Stephen Gerrard All credit to Alfredo Morelos uh, To James Tavernier Who sails through these games uh, And for me Credit to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Because the everything is important The context is important This is the team second top of the Bundesliga <coughs> A team who were among the favourites To win the Europa League Rangers have gone to Germany and wiped the floor with them And they have held their nerve At Ibrox when it got to 5-4 on aggregate And the manager takes great credit for Altering the tactics to make sure that The tie was won So, outstanding night Everyone has their favourite big result Whether it's Celtic or Rangers in Europe Uh, I don't know where it ranks All I know is that In terms of the scale of the achievement it is massive. Is that what you two, you know, were talking about earlier in terms of they just they look comfortable at, at that level? And again, that's not me saying you, you're comfortable beating Borussia Dortmund every week. But but generally mm. speaking, apart from Malmo at the start of this season in the Champions League, Rangers have played a lot of European games in the last few seasons, and there are barely any disappointments in there. Yeah, Bayer Leverkusen probably doesn't even count because again, they just ran into a side that was. Very good, but the players on that them. the players on that night who remain now certainly learned their lesson and took from that game um, a lot, uh, and that's what you, you've got to expect when you're you're in European competition year after year, and particularly at that level, then you've got to learn from your mistakes. And I think Rangers have been very good at that. Bayer Leverkusen team were a fantastic side. I'd probably say this Dortmund side were better than that in terms of the personnel and the actual expectations on that team and where they're sitting in the league but Rangers players you know took a lot for that game and their performance over the, those two legs showed that they're comfortable in that arena and that's a, that's the most important thing Mark it wasn't a fluke they deserved it away from home they were excellent uh, yeah they were on the ropes a little bit the other night their second half I thought they were brilliant see the minute they changed the system where the manager needs oh, credit as all well. day Gordon all day I know that you can point to players managers make big decisions he made that substitution at half time and obviously the, 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 the second goal comes from Bassey down the left hand side Tavernier in it at far post but the three and the because Borussia looked like they were they were dominating the game in the middle of the park. He recognised that. Didn't wait to the usual. Let's get to sixty minutes and see we're still one in front. Let's change it now because because we need to change it before it gets broken. And I thought they played brilliant. They said Kent seems to come alive in Europe. He seems to keep all his best games uh, for a European scene. Morelis was really unplayable at times. I said on Thursday, the one thing everybody's talking about, Dortmund's a very, very good team. I fancy Rangers big time, especially Ibrox, to score against them. They did twice. What happens now then, Derek? Big game tomorrow. Go back into the league. The, the title race is, is on. Rangers are three points behind. What happens here on in? Tomorrow might be uh, pivotal on the title. I think. Well, I think we'll win tomorrow. I think we'll have a hard game. We'll always play well at Ibrooks. Always, we never get an easy game at Ibrooks. Seen earlier on the season, uh, we'll probably. We'll probably sustain. But I think we'll maybe win by a couple of goals. Hopefully, in the end. Uh, I think. Uh, I think about it's a bit of pressure on Celtic tomorrow. Even they play first set enough. I mean, so, but I, I think Hibs are maybe picking up a wee bit. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting day. Yeah, Hugh, we're used to this now and that's the beauty of it. That's when it's a real title race. Who goes first? Can you put the pressure on? The last time that we had this, obviously just last week, 
Rangers went first and opened yeah. the door for, for Celtic. Now, on paper, it's flipped a little bit. Rangers have the perceived more winnable game. Yep. Celtic go on the road, but you know, it's all about handling the, the psychology of it. Well, the psychology is that you, you, you have deliberately gone out of your way to pick a team for this match in Edinburgh uh, that you think can win the game. Uh, and you have... I won't say forfeited the European tie But it came second in your thoughts So Celtic A lot of pressure on them tomorrow Ange Postacoglu unlike him Mentioned that the length of the journey back From the Arctic Circle He mentioned the shortage of Recovery time because you've got A, a noon kickoff on Sunday uh, So it's clearly all at the back of his mind Celtic have to come out And deliver the kind of performance that they gave against Rangers at Celtic Park Or Aberdeen at Pataudry Or The Hearts game at Tynecastle They have to deliver one of those performances tomorrow Because if they don't And they give Derek And the Rangers supporters at the Motherwell game Any form of encouragement Then they will think Perhaps the wheels have come off for Celtic <laughs> Such a roller coaster. We saw it last week where Rangers opened the door But then for a while It looks like Celtic might not take the opportunity yeah. And then they're left kicking themselves So it can totally work both ways If Celtic go and put A really convincing performance on Weirdly the Rangers fans end up Going a bit deflated possibly Not, 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 defl- not deflated but you think Oh you know, I thought maybe this was the day yeah. But that day then then has to wait But you know Celtic Who every, knows what the reaction will be like after Thursday Yeah every away day for the opposition And especially when they're playing first yeah, It's an opportunity for the, the The home team fans to get You know a bit excited and think Is this the day? Celtic fans would have been feeling like that Last week when Rangers were going to Tannadice To know how difficult it is to go to Tannadice And to know the result Dundee United got earlier on the season and, and Rangers fans will be the same They still see Hibs is a big club who can upset the odds sometimes And Sean Maloney has got them playing decent the last uh, couple of weeks couple of good results And Rangers fans will, will be aware of that they, they certainly have the players to trouble Celtic But Hugh is right In terms of the start of the game All those games that Hugh mentioned there In the past from Celtic Rangers, Hearts, Aberdeen, even Motherwell Celtic in the first 45 minutes were exceptional And it's going to take something like that tomorrow at Easter Road to blow off the cobwebs. I think there'll be night. two two difficult games, Gordon. After Thursday night, in different ways, Rangers coming from such a high, they've got Motherwell expectations of Rangers fans going along there. Should be a comfortable afternoon. Motherwell make it difficult. Of that, there's no doubt. Hibs and Celtic. If Celtic play their big hitters and start away, Mark says that they usually on that front foot, moving the ball very quickly. They'll have too much for Hibs, but they will have to produce that sort of form if they're below par. Then they could have a bad afternoon uh, Yeah, Motherwell not beaten Rangers in the league since 2002 Yeah, but the then there's always got to be another time Look, I'm I'm not fancying uh, Motherwell tomorrow But uh, what I will say is I think they'll be set up very well I think they'll make it difficult And you, you never mm. know coming from such a high on Thursday night yeah. To the, the league is completely different Thanks Derek, let's squeeze one more in before the break if we can Jonathan's a Celtic fan in Motherwell Funnily enough, take it away Jonathan Hi guys, hope you're well. No, I'm just phoning up. I, I never get a chance to call in last night. It's just regarding Celtic's European performances over the last number of years. Um, I'll, I'll probably start by saying that myself and many other Celtic fans at the start of the season knew that Europe was always going to be a sideshow. Um, it was always going to be about challenging Rangers again for the league. 
Um, but now it's in February and obviously we've exceeded these expectations. We've won a cup. Um, we're sitting at the top of the league and you get quite a, a well what we thought was got to be a good draw against Bodo. Um, and really we should be beating these teams. Um, I've got a list here of the teams that have put us out of Europe since the days of back to Ronnie Dyler. And it goes back to Legia Warsaw, Maribor, Athens, Cluj, Copenhagen, Ferencvaros, Michelin and Bodo. Now, every single one of the teams are um, inferior to Celtic, you know, in terms of size and in terms of money. And it's teams that every time we've been drawn against them, we've thought, oh, shoot it in, but we've got to get a result here. And they've showed up and they've schooled us time and time again. And you look back over the last few years, you know, out with a couple of good results at home and away to Lazio and a home game to Leipzig. There's not really much that stands out in Europe for Celtic. Um, and I think kind of what papered over the cracks with that was how well we were doing domestically, you know. But we really need to be to get in our act together. Because especially when you're looking across the city and you're seeing Rangers being better in us in Europe time and time again, you know, and beating the likes of Dortmund. And you think, how can we not do that? What is the difference there? And, and obviously I'm, I'm extremely happy with where we are in the league now and the domestic success that we've had over the last number of years, you know. Um, but... If you want to make that next step and you want to compete in Europe, the teams that I've just rhymed off, you know, we should be, you, you can understand maybe one or two of them causing an upset, but no year after year, you know, it's not good enough. thing about that is, Hugh, it, you can't argue with that list, but that list spans multiple managers, multiple groups of players. Is, so, so whether they are, is there a thread that, that holds them together? I don't know. Some Celtic fans might say, well, you know, it's the, it's the same people who make the decisions at the club then and, and they don't prioritise Europe. Maybe. But but other than that, I don't know what holds them together. Like I say, different players, no. different managers, different styles. But yeah. Is there something then I mean, inherently wrong with the club when it comes to Europe over the last four or five seasons? I mean, the Ronnie Dyla's time, they closed half the ground when Celtic played in Europe because there was no interest in it. Uh over a 20-year period, there have been magnificent, memorable moments. But for the most part, they have been outweighed by the kind of games that Jonathan has just rhymed off for us there. Uh, but I do think that right now, Ange Postacoglu, in terms of this season alone, has to be given credit for at least making a, a fist of it in the Europa League he was out of the Champions League before he had memorised the names of all the players that he had. Uh, and I think Jonathan is perhaps a little dismissive of Bodo, given that they took Roma from Serie A, Jose Mourinho, and they wiped the floor with them as well. So to assume uh, that Celtic should somehow do better than that, I think is a, a little I don't think it's an assu- I don't think it's an assumption, to be fair. I think it, w- when he... Jonathan presents a good argument overall. There have individually on those nights Celtic were outplayed, or some have been, you know, good teams, bad mistakes from Celtic, whatever. But but overall, if you can't compete with those teams with your budget, then then what is the point? I think that's his well, his overall argument. But Jonathan described uh, Bodo Glimt as a favourable draw. In what way were they favourable? In that you've got a much bigger budget than them. I think that's what he was meaning. Well, you know, budget. For the most part Will take mm. you many places yeah. But sometimes y- mm-hmm. You come up against A group of players yeah. Led by a manager I know, but again That's what Jonathan's saying He's feeling that For the most part It isn't taking Celtic Where they want to be uh, There's no doubt That there is a flaw there, there, And it, it, it spans Many years But 
in terms of their European reputation, Celtic don't really count there anymore. I think the thread that holds it together quite quickly is the transfer policy. And I think a lot of Celtic fans agree with that. Over that period of time, Celtic have left their signings very late on in the qualifying campaign for Champions League, Europa League. And by that time when the players come in, they may not have gelled. This season, of course, is an exception because it was such a rebuild, but it still remains the same. The players are still finding their feet. There's guys coming in for Japan who have played a lot of football and it's not a finished article. I would argue that it would probably be different next season because Ange Postacoglu has form in a squad and he'll still have others to bring in that may be better prepared from the start of the European campaign rather than chasing their tails um, throughout it mm. Thank you to John We're going to have to leave it there We're miles late for this break Thank you to Jonathan 01419511025 More calls More managerial reaction next After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here Meant to be here Where, Where is, is he, he gone? Where is he? Honestly He actually treats this like I know a drop-in centre I don't actually know where he's gone At least pretend we're professionals <laughs> He's left his phone Will we, will we do a mess up again? Yeah, go and open that phone cover up <laughs> Here it comes oh. Are we oh, keeping oh. you? Where were you? <laughs> what are they doing You're not on now eh? 100% on life Big red light He gives that away Is that red light? <laughs> where, where, where were you? Uh, uh, I did get into a 40 thing for Callum What? I was at the toilet <laughs> Oh Seriously Toilet break For how long? Two it's minutes easy. Did you wash your hands? The ad was three minutes long He's done the order Thank God <laughs> Genuinely I've <laughs> red lights on in front of you <laughs> Don't swear don't, Please don't swear One four one nine five one one two five To get your calls in At Clyde SSB On Twitter like to hear from Mark McGee Wouldn't you Oh dear me yes now just, yeah. Let's provide some context I know you all know it right But just in case He's appointed the Dundee manager Lots of suspicion That Gordon Strachan Being A director An advisor there Has got his pal The job Dundee fans Not amazingly Overwhelmed by the, the choice But you know Give him a chance Can he get Can he keep you up First home game today Battered 4-0 by Livy He's in a six game Touchline ban As it stands Here's what he had to say at full time. I mean, we were brought here because there was some name fixed, you know. Um, that's not changed in a week. Um, you know, prior to us getting here, they've got the, the worst goal difference in the league. Um, of course, it was a shock to be 3 0 down in 20 minutes and, you know, poor goals to, to, to lose, poor, defen- poor defensive goals individually. We've got to work together to try and find a solution, to try and find the best 11 of the group we've got. In a way that allows them to play as well as they can, as the best that they've got. So we've got to work towards that, and uh, we've still got plenty of games to do that. So you know, it's disappointing, but it's just another learning thing for us. Do you learn more from that than you do for a game at Parkhead like the last Sunday? The, the, the game against Parkhead, we knew was a kind of uh, a, a set outside of the sort of curve, as it were. You know, today was going to be the more of a measure and uh, certainly we learned a lot today you know I have total respect for the fan and their fans and their views but I can't allow that to you know distract me you know the fact the players have got to deal with it you know the players you know when you're 3-0 doing after 20 minutes at home you deserve stick you know and if they're no men and they can't handle that then they shouldn't be here you know it's part of what we do 
um, when you play badly you get stick for your supporters you know so they thoroughly deserved everything they got today from the supporters and as I say all we can do is go back to the drawing board as it were and try and find a solution within the group He said Celtic Park was not the measure today is the measure well the measure has come back uh, and shown Dundee to be way off what they need to be in order to stay in this league uh, it has to be very much aware of not getting sucked into an exchange of words with fans um, they because he's going to be in the stand for the next yeah, few games as well. Yeah, another four to go. Uh, I, I just think it. You know, uh, football's astonishing. You know, they, they had Celtic Park on its ear last Sunday. Four minutes to go, two two, and that's why the expression of relief when Giacomacus made it three two was such. Uh, but this is very bad for Mark McGee. The next game is now absolutely crucial. If uh, I believe it's Hibs, Gordon said it was yeah, Hibs. Hibs at home. Well, another bad defeat at Dens Park, and this just goes from bad to worse. So that game is absolutely crucial. You can't tell people if if you go down heavily again in the next home game, you can't tell people this is just part of a learning curve. It's only one winnable game in Mark, right? No. <laughs> Best well in the world I know it looked good in the score uh, Looked respectable on the scoreboard Dundee weren't expected to get anything at Celtic Park Mark McGee covered that So one winnable game in Clearly can't write a guy off after that That would be crazy even by our standards However When you come in with so little goodwill in the tank already Dundee fans just weren't convinced about the appointment Yeah On a football sense And he's got a six game touchline ban So you really need to try and hit the ground running or show some signs. Of course, yeah. So little time to do it in as well. And that's a big thing. When you change a manager, you're looking for a, an instant impact at this stage of the season. There is no time to give them, you know, give them a bit of time to settle in. You need to win games. And today, the Dundee fans would have went along there and thought, this is winnable. And when you come up against a scoreline like that, you know, four from Levy. Uh, who aren't the highest scorers by any measure in the league Then it is alarming But Mark McGee, look, he gave the fans their place here He, he said they were right to criticise the players and, and that's the correct thing to do But it just makes next week's game so, so big for him And he needs a win Yeah, there are a lot of new managers trying to cut their teeth Well, at their new teams certainly uh, Stephen Robinson had to settle for a defeat today Down to 10 men early on uh, Jim Goodwin First home game for him And a real occasion The Sir Alex Ferguson statue The great man himself Was there Sell out crowd at Pataudry Again held to a draw A one all draw For the second game in a row For Jim Goodwin This time against Dundee United Here's what he had to say We're never satisfied With, with a draw here at home Especially in front of A packed house But um, You know We got off to the worst Possible start Imaginable You know um, You know To give away the penalty In the manner that we did Was extremely disappointing there was a slight tug on the jersey, but I think we need to be really careful of how we're going to award penalties because the amount of jostling that goes on prior to any set play coming in the box, whether it's corner or free kick, you know, they're pulling and dragging out of each other all the time. I would understand if the Dundee United striker was going toward goal and was about to score, but he was, you know, drifting out of the box um, away from goal. So it's a poor decision for my defender, no getting away from that, but it's a very, very soft penalty. But I thought the reaction from the players thereafter was excellent. What kind of conversations did you have with Alex Ferguson over the last day or two? Well, I won't go into great detail about the conversations, but he's been an absolute gentleman, which you know I, I knew he would be anyway. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him about 18 months ago at Harmony Row, where uh, one of his foundations had invested in, and helped him refurbish the place. and. 
you know, I just sat in the corner quietly and just listened. But yesterday I had a good conversation with him for about 10 minutes. Um, and believe me, he was being pulled and dragged here, there and everywhere up the stairs. But he made a point of, of coming over and chatting. And, um, you know, I got to spend an hour with him this morning as well. Uh, we had a cup of coffee and he gave me some great advice, some great tips. Um, and my wife and kids, actually, who travelled up last night, hadn't seen him for a week. And we were all looking forward to having breakfast together this morning in the hotel. And uh, I had to break the news to them last night that that wouldn't be happening. Um, because, you know, I'm certainly not going to stand Mr Ferguson up. <laughs> and, and to be honest, he didn't actually give me much of an option. He just said... Uh, come to the hotel tomorrow at nine o'clock for a coffee and that was it <laughs> that's a wise move <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Got, you'd love to regret that with no offence to the Goodwin family who I'm sure are great company without doubt my, my life has flashed before my eyes all day because of Alec being at Pataudry I've thought of all the the madness the the bands the the, the, the carry on the everything uh, but one thing is immovable he is the greatest Manager of all time To come from this country Yeah you can understand the, the impact that, that Jim Goodwin's speaking about I think that just about brings the day to a close So uh, Mark, tomorrow, huge isn't it? Yeah, uh, big big game for, for Celtic uh, First and foremost Hugh mentioned that A team was picked on Thursday night and, and thought of this game On Sunday The big hitters will be back for Celtic And they have to perform and get off to a flyer yeah, looking forward to tomorrow, Gordon. Early kickoff, I think it'll be two good games. Uh, both teams, I fancy Celtic and Rangers, but they'll have to be at their best because it'll be difficult. You lying low tonight to prepare six hour show tomorrow? I'm lying very low tonight. I'm going to the boxing with you guys. No, you're not. You're you're going up the road, Wilson, <laughs> and I are going <laughs> yeah. to the boxing. You're not. You're not invited. I don't think. Uh, Hugh, quickly, massive day tomorrow. Yeah, um, Celtic must must beat Hibs to put. Some kind of pressure on Rangers against Motherwell Rangers have had a magnificent week They look to top it off tomorrow By perhaps joining Celtic at the top of the league Albeit Celtic on top on goal difference But the pressure is on Celtic at high noon Yeah, quite a day today Huge win for Livy Big win for Ross County Hearts as well And a share of the spoils at Pataudry What will tomorrow bring? Find out 11.45 tomorrow GBX up next